Everything you can imagine is real. Pablo Picasso. What's up and welcome back to another coffee talk today. We're doing the first ever cosmic brew or cosmic cup Which makes me so happy because the cosmic ones are ones that I'm really really excited about now cosmic coffee talks Are going to be based on the more spiritual side of things the more questionable like you know, just the far out kind of conversations. And sometimes there might be spiked coffees involved. Basically all the fun, let's not be so serious type of topics are gonna to be cosmic brews. So today I wanted to talk about manifestation because I feel like not only is this just like a big piece of just like my spirituality, but I also feel like it's a big theme in my life right now for a lot of different reasons. I feel like I've had a couple friends just like smack me in the face a time or two with just like a few of the things that they've caught me saying, just things that go against manifest manifestation. And uh, I figured I would share just my basic knowledge on manifestation, though I still feel like there's so much for me to learn, but just like my idea, my concept of manifestation and how I get it to work for me and how I'm trying to get it to work for me right now. Now, like I said, there's a lot of things that I feel like I'm trying to manifest in 2020, and a lot of it was talked about in my tarot reading with Jane that I did. So if you guys watch my vlog channel, then I talk a lot about that, and I promised I would keep you guys updated throughout the year with the weekly vlogs when things begin to manifest. So if you guys wanna keep tabs on that, or tabs on that, sorry, just go to my vlog channel, and yeah, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted. But this video, or this coffee talk, is going to be more so about exactly how to manifest your dream life, and how to use manifestation to get the things that you want in life. So let's start off with the main premise of manifestation or just life in general, in my humble opinion. Everything that we perceive becomes our reality. Basically, we create our reality through our thoughts and I think that that is a very powerful thing to know because then if you work on your thoughts, you can actually create any kind of reality that you want. But I also think that when you feel like you're kind of at odds with your thoughts or maybe, you know, your programming, it feels like it's so deeply embedded in you that sometimes you might not be manifesting, you know, exactly what you want that that's when manifestation can kind of feel like a little bit of a punch in the face. Like I feel like manifestation punched me in the face recently. In terms of my love life, it's punched me in the face, okay? And I feel like I've had friends that are just like, it's because you blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I know, but that program is just so deeply embedded. Anyway, basically the minute that we want something or the minute that we believe something, we basically, or the universe conspires in helping us to get it, but that's only if, and this is the hard part of manifestation. It's a very delicate line. It's a very delicate balance between believing and wanting and knowing that something's yours and then letting go and letting God, letting universe, letting whatever you believe in kind of line it up for you. And, you know, then there's two kind of ways that you can flip on that scale, which is either not actually believing or being in a state of like, you can't attract positive things into your life if you're going at it from a negative mindset or the opposite, which is wanting something so badly, wanting something just like, like holding on so tightly that you almost kind of reinforce the fact that it isn't in your life. And thus, whether you're too far in the wanting or the not believing, 
both of those are going to result in you not manifesting what you're actually looking for. So it's about walking that delicate line of, I want this, I believe that it's going to happen for me. And until it does, I'm going to act as if in a lot of ways and just like believe that it's coming and, and just live my life until it gets here. And that's kind of the hard part, but also exactly how to manifest. A really easy way to kind of look at manifestation is the idea that everything is energy, right? So everything that you believe or everything that you want or you, you're trying to manifest, you are trying to match your vibration, your energy to that energy. And that is how that thing comes into your life. So whether you consciously realize what you've created or not, your reality right now is what you've manifested. It's based off of your beliefs. It's based off of your circumstances in a lot of ways too. But I think that there's a really easy way to kind of start to catapult yourself towards what you really want to manifest in your life. And that's realizing that for starters, and this can be a kind of like a, a hard pill sometimes to swallow, but that we manifested exactly where we are right now. And uh, realizing that that's a really cool thing because now that you know that you have that kind of power, now you can start to really, you know, sharpen up your manifestation skills and, and start to work with where you are. Like, look at where your life is right now as the foundation that you've started with and kind of like the tester period if you're just getting into manifestation for the first time. Like, you created this life without really realizing it based on your choices and your beliefs. And now, taking that power, you're going to basically start to match your energy vibrations to maybe different things that you haven't been matching to before. Maybe you've wanted to, but you didn't really know how, but everything in life is energy. And so whether you're trying to attract, you know, a job or your love, the love of your life, or maybe you're trying to attract like health and fitness, whether you're trying, no matter what you're trying to manifest in your life, that is vibrating at a certain frequency. So you just need to basically match your frequency to that frequency and thus allow it to come into your life, which makes it sound really easy, right? But I think a lot of the times we might not realize what frequency we're already at, or we might not realize where we're stuck. Like we might be stuck tuning to a certain frequency because we've done it for so long, or it may have been taught to us by other people above us or before us. And so it isn't always that easy. And therefore today we're going to be tapping back into our power to change our frequencies, change and move our dials so that we can basically shift our frequencies to start attracting all of that in which we dream of or whatever it is that you want in your life. The universal law is that like attracts like. So what you believe is what you're going to receive. So today we're going to go over the four steps in order to change what we believe so that we can start to receive all the things that we wish to achieve. That rhymed. So here are my four main steps that I basically narrowed down manifesting to. The first is to get very clear on what it is that you want. The second is to basically take responsibility for the things that you do have control over. The third is to trust, and that's the hard one, at least in my experience. And then the fourth is to see and receive, which is like to notice when it's starting to happen for you and then to not freak out and to not be like, oh my God, and like run away from it to instead open yourself up and be like, yes, this is exactly what I've been waiting for, which again, sounds easy, but it's actually a lot harder than it seems, especially when you really do start to see it happening because you're gonna freak out a little bit. You're gonna be like, wait, am I just magical or, but like, I mean, yes, you are magical, but also, 
you're just manifesting. So let's dive into all four of those steps and uh, talk about them, shall we? So the first one is to get very clear about what it is that you want. Now, your life right now is a direct reflection of basically what you may not have realized you wanted, but you called upon by believing that that was all that you could have, or maybe there's things in your life that you've already manifested that you wanted at one point and you got it and then you're like, what? So your life is a, is right now almost like a foundation. I, I like to look at it that way. No matter if you've manifested before in the past or not, if you're just looking for a new inspiration or new just like energy to start kind of manifesting new dreams into your life, no matter if you have a history with manifestation, just look at where you are right now as the foundation in which you get to kind of start working with. Like look at it as like Play-Doh that's just been plopped down in front of you and now you get to start molding and working with it. It doesn't matter what the Play-Doh is, what smell it has, okay, that's weird. Actually, Play-Doh smells really good. I love the smell of Play-Doh, but it doesn't matter what color it is. It doesn't matter how much Play-Doh you've got. You can mold that Play-Doh into anything you want. And in fact, you can also manifest more Play-Doh if you really need to. Okay, maybe not. That metaphor might not work because if we're looking at Play-Doh as life, then you might not be able to manifest more life unless you're Drake. But instead, we're going to use the Play-Doh to push us into action mode, which is molding mode, right? So you can't resent where you're at in life right now because first and foremost, like we said, everything is energy. And if you're trying to attract a certain frequency in your life, you need to be tuned into that frequency. And resentment, let me tell you, is not part of that frequency. So you want your energy to be on the more positive side of things. And that doesn't mean that you can't have bad days or that you can't admit that sometimes things just suck. It just means that you want your default mode to be more positive. And so I've been talking a lot actually in my vlogs recently about how I'm trying to make like 2020 the year that I really make like more optimistic thinking or more optimism in general a default for my brain because I think that being somebody that like I, I grew up with anxiety and I've also had depression before so I feel like I'm somebody that tends to sometimes default to a bit more of like a glass half empty and it's just so embedded in me that I, I've made it a, a big thing for me this year to start looking at the glass half full because I want that to be my default not that I always have to look at like life as if the glass is half full, but just to make my go-to standpoint on most things is that this isn't so bad, you know? The reason why this is so important is because like I said, you wanna make sure that your energy is matching up to the high vibe energy that you're trying to attract into your life, but also too, because it makes you more resilient and it also makes it so that you can look at anything as an area of opportunity. You can look at challenges and obstacles as a chance to basically continue to grow, continue to evolve and manifest more. I also think that this is super important because when you are stuck on the things that you don't want, when you're stuck overanalyzing the parts of your life that you might not love, I think that again, with the whole energy thing, that is basically keeping you tuned into that frequency. So you're just going to keep attracting or noticing more of the things that you might not necessarily love or like. So let's use relationships as an example, right? Let's say you had a relationship that happened in the past that you can't let go of, or you're constantly aware of how everybody around you seems to be in a relationship and you're not, or there's so many different ways that you can like branch off with the relationship one. And I think that all of us have dealt at one point or another with some sort of relationship conundrum in our lives that put us in a bit of a bad place, that put us in a negative mindset, right? And so if you are trying more than anything in the world to find your soulmate, your twin flame, the love of your freaking life, 
but your brain is stuck on noticing how single you are, how alone you feel all the time, how everybody else seems to be so much happier than you and how you kind of start to resent them for it. You are literally tuning yourself into single life frequency. Like you are not going to attract anybody into your life, any kind of love into your life when you're constantly stuck on that kind of tape player, right? Another really good example is if you're trying to attract your dream job, but you're constantly looking or analyzing your life or, you know, feeling like crap for the job you're already in or telling yourself that you're not successful enough, telling yourself that you don't have it in you to have that job, then you're tuning yourself into the frequency of you're never going to get that job. You're never going to be able to live your dream because all of the things that you're basically attracting and noticing on a day to day are tuned into a completely different frequency. Instead, try and look at whether it's negative thoughts, whether it's negative beliefs, whether it's actual physical proof of things in your life that are making you realize what you don't want, instead of focusing on that, instead of making it like, I need to basically make sure that this is not what I get, Instead, you want to focus on what you do want. You want to open yourself up to the good, right? You don't want to focus on the bad, but instead you can't just ignore the bad either. So when you have thoughts that are really negative, when you do notice that, you know, everybody seems to be in a relationship and you're alone or whatever it is that you find yourself kind of focusing in on, when you notice it, instead of making that the star of the show, let that be kind of like the kick in the pants that gets you into action to make you the star of the show. So instead, take it as just information. This is just, oh, here's an area of opportunity that I can manifest or, oh, I'm gonna be really happy for the happy people in the relationship because that is tuning me into that frequency or I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna visualize what it would be like to be in that dream job and to crush it so that when I do get that dream job, I'm tuned into that frequency already. So a lot of the times the things that we don't want aren't bad. The things that we don't like aren't bad. They're actually really good pieces of information of exactly what we're trying to manifest the opposite of. It's just if you hyper-focus on the bad, then you're actually going to attract a lot more of the bad. So instead, see it super factual, take a lot of that extra emotional baggage out of it and just be like, oh, okay, really good piece of information of what I don't want. So now let's tune myself into a higher frequency so I can start attracting what I do. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. 
which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. And here's the thing about just getting very clear about what you want. And this is where I had a friend recently kind of kick me in the face in a very nice way. The more detailed you get about what you want, I think the faster you'll be able to manifest and the easier it'll be because you'll know exactly what you're looking for. And I say that in the sense of my friend that kind of, you know, really brought that to my attention was basically like, you need to know that like this, you need to write it down. Like you need to be like, this is exactly what is going to happen. So I'll give you guys an example. Okay. I want to say since I was like 12, I've been like way, way more ready than I should be to just like settle down in life. And I don't say that as like settle down and grow old. I mean, I kind of do, but I just mean in the sense of like, I feel like I've always been a very independent person and I've always kind of had my shit together on one in general, in a general term. I feel like you guys have been following my life for long enough to know that like, I've had boyfriends and I've got enough experience under my belt to know exactly what I don't want. But I had a friend that was basically like, but what do you want? Like, what exactly do you want in somebody? And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, I'm open-minded. Like, I feel like I like to like get to know people. And she was like, no, like you can't, you can't be so open-minded. You need to know, like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. The person, the man that I'm going to end up with will have this quality, this quality, this quality, and this quality. And it's not to be like, oh, screw anybody that doesn't have those qualities. They're great people too, but it's not what you want. Stop wasting your time being like, I'm open-minded. If you know that there are things about like certain styles or certain types of people that you don't want. And it was really mind like boggling for me because it kind of forced me into a conundrum where I realized that I was like, I can become a little indecisive and I can come become a little too open. And then I know that like there is a man on this earth that like we're gonna spend the rest of our lives together and he is going to be incredible and I know that that person exists out there, but to get super specific about what he is like was, is, it still is hard for me. Like I've written it down somewhere. I, I hate that my witch cape keeps falling down for this cosmic brew. I've written it down like a few times in my bullet journal or I'm like, okay, this is my man. Like my man is blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, it's like, the more detailed I get, the more it starts to freak me out. And then I just like close down the chapter and I close down the project. And if I'm being 100% honest with you guys, as much as like I'm ready to manifest my man into my life, like when I say my man, I don't mean just another boyfriend. Like I am, I've been ready for my man for a long time, right? At the same time, if I'm being like painfully honest with you guys, I'm not really ready right now. I'm not in a space to be date dating, like date call you my boyfriend dating. And so even knowing that is cool because then I'm giving myself a little bit more time to manifest what I truly want rather than manifesting and being aware of the fact that I could be manifesting something I'm not ready for yet. But just becoming very clear about those details, becoming aware of the fact that like, you know what, this is really hard for me. So maybe I'm not ready to nail, you know, my dream job yet because I don't know what it is yet. Or maybe you're not ready to find your true person because you're still healing in some kind of way or maybe you're not a hundred percent sure exactly what is the most important things for you in a relationship there are so many different details that go into manifesting exactly what you want but that is why those details are so important because it is a superpower to manifest in a lot of ways it will like the universe will conspire to get you what you want as long as you know exactly what what it is that you want and so 
if you can't get clear on it yet, in my experience, it might be a sign that you're not ready for it yet. And that's totally cool. That doesn't mean you won't be soon. It just means that like, if you're, if you're not able to put in details exactly what you're looking for, then the universe won't be able to respond in the way that you, you kind of hope it will. And so just get super detailed, know exactly what you're looking for. And the more detailed, the easier it is to find because you'll start to pick up on exactly when it's starting to happen for you in order to match yourself up with what it is you're looking for, you need to know what that match looks like, what that match of a dream job, what that match of a dream house, what that match of you know a dream partner, what that actually feels like, looks like. You have to have those details kind of nailed. And that's not to say that what you'll end up with will be exactly that. Sometimes it will be, but I think that it's just a guideline or it's a really good like framework to start with so that when something starts to fit that criteria, you're going to notice right away because you are super detailed about it. Like there might be little things that might just be like a centimeter off one way or the other, but it'll still completely feed into exactly the details that you had written out before. Your brain will start to look for those patterns. It'll start to look for those details and the universe and energy in general will start to sync up because you are tuning yourself into exactly what you want. So take your time with this step would be my biggest tip. I feel like I'm still taking my time with this step. Like again, just to be completely honest with you guys, like I feel like my big thing, oh, I said I wasn't gonna say it, but like in 2020, I feel like the big thing, like this is so, so corny, but I'm totally gonna admit it. The big thing that I'm manifesting in 2020 is like my person, like my person is coming and I've met a lot of people and people are cool. I'm just looking for that person. The only thing is, is that I'm still taking my time with the getting very clear on what I want thing. I still need to like, like let go of some shit. This is turning into a therapy session. Um, to me, that's just a sign that like I'm not fully ready yet, but when I am and when those details are written down, I think that it's going to happen really fast. And that's why I'm taking my time because I'm not ready for it yet. But when it does happen, it'll happen quickly because as soon as you know what you want, you're gonna start seeing it everywhere. Which leads me to the second step in terms of manifesting your dream life and that is to take responsibility for what you do have control over. Whether you're a faithful person or not, another coffee talk, I feel like I've done coffee talks before where I talk about like my faith and my spirituality and we'll probably do more now that we're doing cosmic brews. I wouldn't say that I over identify with any kind of religion. I was born and raised Catholic and so I do know a lot of Catholic prayers. For instance, the serenity prayer, the grant, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. I feel like that is such a universal prayer. And you know, whether you do believe in God or you believe in the source or you believe in the universe or you, there, there's so many different beliefs out there. Basically what you're saying is just like, grant me the grace to accept what is outside of my control the courage to take responsibility for the things that are inside of my control. And then not only that, the wisdom to be able to tell the difference between those two things. And this is really important because when you're manifesting, there's a lot that you're leaving to the universe. There's a lot that you're leaving to timing, to trust, to magic in a lot of ways, or that's what it's going to feel like. It feels like you're kind of leaving it up to like the magic of the world, right? But there are still going to be some things that are inside of your control. Let's use the metaphor of manifesting your dream person in your life, you know, your partner, your teammate, 
let's say you know exactly what you're looking for. You've hammered out all the details and you've put it out there to the world. And you're like, okay, show me this person. In the meantime, there is still so much that you have responsibility for, so much that you do have control over. Like how many people are you meeting on a day-to-day basis? How well are you taking care of yourself? How well are you, you know, bettering yourself so that when you do meet that other person, you're both the best possible versions of yourself so that you just like click and you know are you healing like old past wounds that are just like still there like there's so much that you can still do in the meantime and I think that this is also really important at least again in my own experience with manifesting that when I want something and I think a lot of us can agree to this like when we want things we want them now like as soon as you decide that you want something you don't want to wait for it but patience is a virtue. And when you do wait for it, there's a lot of things that you can do during that time that you're waiting, like bettering yourself and, you know, focusing on even other aspects of your life, you know, just taking control and taking responsibility over the parts that you actually can help, you know, get that, get the momentum going and help the universe start to bring it into you by showing the universe how serious you are. And I think that that definitely comes from taking responsibility over the parts of the things that you want in your life over just gaining them based on what you do have control over. Now, this is not about running yourself crazy, trying to like do what you don't have control over. And that's the wisdom of knowing the difference. There is a lot outside of our control. There's a lot that we don't have any way to work into our favors or to take responsibility or to work at, you know, there's not a lot that we can take and mold the way that we want. But there is at least a pretty good chunk of life that we can mold on a day-to-day basis however we see fit. And so when you take responsibility over the things in your life that might help push you towards the things you're manifesting, I think that it, it just opens up the doorway because it's showing how serious you are. So if you were to do this either mentally or on a piece of paper, you know, if you were to picture exactly the life that you want or picture exactly the thing that you're manifesting mentally or like I said, on a piece of paper. And then if you were to start drawing lines from where you are right now to whatever it is that you're trying to manifest, how many of those lines can you actually cross off yourself? Because let's say, you know, you're trying to manifest just being the healthiest, most abundant, energetic, glowing version of yourself. And you're like, okay, I want to manifest this. Like I want to manifest success in this area. Then like, how much water are you drinking? How healthy are you eating? Are you exercising? Are you getting good sleep? Like, are you taking care of yourself? Like there are parts of all the things that we try and manifest that we do have control over. So get an action plan going, start mapping out ways that you can start to show the universe that you're serious and then start doing those things, like take responsibility for those things. And you'll start to see those manifestations happening a lot quicker. Another really good example of this. And again, I talked about this already, but one of the biggest focuses for me in 2020 is I wouldn't say it's manifesting a more positive mindset because I think that like that is a choice in a lot of ways, but I, I would say that it's making my default mode more positive. And so as much as I'm trying to manifest being a more optimistic, positive person. I want to have like a glow. I want to just always just be like, like, I just want to be a happy person. Right. But that can like, obviously that'll manifest itself. But I, I do think that taking responsibility for the choices that I have has been huge. Like when I, you know, get hit in the face with something that used to set me back to choose to be more optimistic instead. When 
on the day to day when you catch yourself just kind of going off and drifting with your thoughts, like how positive am I thinking right now? Like what exactly am I like just being more aware and taking more responsibility for my thoughts and my actions and my moods and my overall state of bliss. Like I get to choose how happy I want to be. And that is a powerful thing. So especially if you're watching this, trying to manifest, just living a happier life, like there's so much you have control over in that, even if it's just like your perspective, the habitual thoughts that you're thinking, and just in general, like the way that you choose to respond to life and taking responsibility for those things, I think is huge because when you're manifesting, whatever it is that you're manifesting, you're choosing to stay optimistic. You're choosing to be in more of alignment with your highest and best self, which again, I think just makes the manifestation process so much quicker and so much easier. Which leads me to the third step when it comes to manifesting. And this one's the hardest one. This is the one I feel like I have the most trouble with and it's trusting the universe, trusting yourself and trusting the timing of your life. Trust is one of those things that I wouldn't say I'm an untrusting person. I mean, I don't know, maybe I am, but I, I would say that like from my own recollections of life, I'm not untrusting. I'm just very self-sufficient. Like I, I trust myself to get things done, but I don't like putting weight on anybody, including the universe. Like the universe is a busy, not guy. I don't know why I wanted to call him a guy, but let's say the universe was a guy. He's a probably a very busy guy. Like everybody's asking the universe for a million things, probably every nanosecond, right? So in my mind, I can't help but be like, well, I don't want to put that on the universe. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather just trust myself to get it done. And I think that that just comes from, I don't know where that comes from. It comes from a lot of things that we could probably have a different coffee talk about. But when it comes to trusting the things that are outside of your control, this step is the hardest, but it's probably the most crucial because this is basically whether you want to dip into the spiritual side of things or not. If I were to give you my 100% honest opinion, if I were to break this down into exactly why I think this part works, whether you truly do believe that there is magic in the world or you don't, or you believe that the universe is doing this for you or it isn't, I think is exactly why it ends up happening or it doesn't. And here's why. I wouldn't necessarily say I believe in magic, but I also don't, it really just depends on what you would define magic as. I think that when you want something that's outside of your control and then you let it go to something that's bigger than you and your brain actually truly believes that that thing that's bigger than you is dealing with it for you, I'm not saying that there actually is something bigger that's doing that for you. I'm also not saying that there isn't. I think that what is the most important point in all of that is that you actually truly authentically 100% believe that it's happening. And because of that, you've given yourself not only like no real room for like doubt, but I think you also have given your brain the task to start to notice when it's actually beginning to happen. In a lot of ways, let's just revert it back to what we started this coffee talk with, like our thoughts and our beliefs create our reality. So whether you believe that there's a higher power that's manifesting things for you or you don't, is going to create that reality. And that is why I think I have the hardest time with the trust one, because again, it's not that I'm untrusting. I just don't think that there is one universal truth 
that we all know like can be 100% proven. And that gets me because I, I like to think of myself to be a bit more of an open-minded person. So if I believe something and it happens, then I'm like, holy crap, but I also then get curious about why. Like, it's not like I just assume something bigger than me made it happen. I'll start to wonder like, okay, like, was that my thoughts? Was It's almost like you go into like a, a bit more of like an experimental like mindset with things, right? And that's why it's not that I'm necessarily untrusting. I just, I think that what is most important in terms of trusting like you don't actually we don't need to get super specific about what it is that we believe actually helps us manifest these things again that's a different coffee talk for another time but i think that a lot of the times what we believe is what we will receive and so if you need to believe that it is the universe doing it for you, then do that because that's actually what's going to make it happen. Or if you believe that it's your hard work that makes it happen for you, then believe that because that's exactly what's going to happen. It's just whatever you choose to believe is exactly the reality that you're gonna create for yourself. And so that's kind of why I think I get into a bit of a conundrum sometimes with the trust because it's not that I don't trust that there's something bigger than me or I don't trust myself. I'm just constantly searching for answers to questions that I find, like I get curious about, especially with life, especially with kind of like the far out sides of life, like the spiritual more, like why are we here? What are we here for? All of that stuff really starts to kind of sit with me because I don't think that there is ever going to be an answer that I'll be able to sit on and be like, yes, this is the answer as to why. And so, it doesn't cause untrust, it just causes there to be like open interpretation. And so sometimes when I'm trying to manifest, it can kind of cause me to be in disalignment because then I'll be like, no, it's it's down to me. Or then I'll be like having a day where I'll, I'll see all these crazy signs and I'll be like, okay, no, clearly the universe is like a thing and like it's talking to me. And then I'll go back and you know, I just, I have a lot of questions, I do a lot of research and so I'm open-minded. The big thing though, to if you if you agree with that and you relate to that, or even if you don't, I think the most important aspect of trust is gratitude, especially with manifestation or at least with manifestation. By that, I just mean, you know, whether or not you trust that there's something bigger than you that's doing this for you or not isn't as important as being grateful for what it is you're trying to manifest. And that is going to be what will bridge that gap. I just need to be grateful. I just need to sit, picture exactly what I'm trying to manifest, feel the feelings that will come when that thing has come into full fruition into my life and then feel that sense of gratitude for what it is I'm trying to manifest. And this is why this is so important because when you're trusting that something is going to find its way into your life, when you already feel thankful for it, it's like a weird placebo effect on your brain, right? It's almost like a mind trick in a lot of ways, but, or maybe it's not. I mean, maybe it is some sort of higher power. Again, like. Just like I said, guys, I'm very open-minded, so keep that in mind in the sense of I am so open-minded to whatever you believe, but I'm also open-minded to my own beliefs. And so I, I just think that when you're grateful for it, what it does is it kind of tricks your brain into thinking that it's already yours. And when you think something is already yours, your brain, again, will start to look for proof for that. So when we're grateful for the thing that we're trying to bring in, not only does that raise our overall frequency and changes the mood at which we're dialed into, but I also think then our brain 
not only starts to feel more joy and more relaxed and more like fluid in terms of letting that thing come to us, but I think it also looks for proof that that thing is coming because it already thinks it has it. You know what I mean? And so when you already believe that something is yours, it will become yours. It's just a matter of when. And that's just my belief. I mean, everybody might think differently on that one, but that's what's really helped me with the trust aspect is that it's not about not being trusting. You can be the most trusting person in the world, but if you don't really know exactly what you're trusting or putting your trust in, it can be hard to really nail that part down in a way that feels like you've you've left no wiggle room for mistake or error. So I think that the gratitude part, when you start to feel thankful, it takes away why or how, and it just puts in, you know, the the what. It brings you back to just feeling a sense of gratitude, whether it is for your life or whether it is for whatever it is you're trying to bring in, you know? I feel like I went a little off on this one, but it's because I know that I'm speaking about things that might be a little bit, like, these are some deep talks. Like, I think that's why I'm really excited for Cosmic Brews because we get to talk about these things and I get to be very open about them, but I'm also aware that everybody has very conflicting beliefs about certain things and I don't want to, like, offend anybody. I'm never trying to offend anybody. This is just my own opinion on the matter. I just think that there's a lot of power in our minds and a lot of power in our realities when we choose to sink our mind to our reality. And so I think the more that you can create the experience of something, even if that experience isn't here yet, the more that you can feel it in your body, that you can feel it in your heart, that you can picture it in your mind, that you can feel that sense of gratitude for it, the more that reality is easily going to click in, but it's also going to, you know, manifest itself because you kind of created this false reality of it. Not false. You've just created almost like a premature version of the, that reality that then you now know exactly how you're going to click into because as soon as it starts to happen, you've already kind of been there before it was here. I have a feeling it's going to be, um, a pattern or like a thing with these cosmic brews where we're going to be talking about things that are so kind of not fully formed, but that's kind of the cool part of the cosmic brews anyway. Now, really quick before we move into the last and final step of manifestation, I will also say that whatever it is that you believe in, I do think that the whole gratitude, you know, having good karma, remaining humble, that these are important qualities in the trust aspect as well, because I think that again, whether you're trying to show the universe that you're serious or you're trying to show yourself or whatever it is you're trying to, to create for yourself in your life, that when you remain a good person, when you are humble, when you're kind, when you just, when you're grateful, you know, when you don't take things for granted, whether you believe in karma or not, I just, again, think that that changes your frequency. And when you change that frequency, you then vibrate at those higher frequencies to attract more higher frequency things. So you might even, like, let's say, for instance, you feel like you're not ready. For me, I feel like I'm not ready right now to meet my person. But at the same time, I'm tuned into a frequency that I know I've been meeting a lot of really cool people that I feel like could have been my person, you know? And so I think that that comes from the point of, like, you might be doing the right things without even knowing what you want. And so that's why there might be people in your life or you may have experienced this before that really good things are happening to you and you're not even meaning for them to happen to you. And I think that that's just from, like I said, just having those 
like core values that basically keep your karma good. It keeps you in a high frequency all the time. So even if you don't know exactly what it is you want, good things are kind of just coming your way. Which leads me to the fourth and final step when it comes to manifesting your dreams, and that is to see and receive. Now, again, I kind of touched on this earlier, but you might start freaking out a little bit when you notice things starting to, you know, line up. There was a quote that I saw one time where it was basically something along the lines of like, if you wanted to choose happier thoughts, but it'll work here too. The metaphor was if I told you to look for yellow cars, how much more would you start to notice yellow cars, right? And how much would you not see the red ones? Does that make sense? Like if you're trying to manifest something and you've done all the steps that led up till now, then you have basically created a very easy map for you to start noticing that things are starting to line up for you. And it will kind of freak you out, or at least in my experience it does. Because when I really want something and I really can tell that it's like mine, like I feel like I'm like, yeah, no, this already makes sense and then it all starts to happen, it just takes life and makes you realize how freaking cool it is sometimes, you know, like most of the time, actually. I just feel like you really do. You create a map where you're like, okay, I'm looking for yellow cars. Yellow cars are important. I love being in a yellow car. And just everything starts to become about yellow cars. All of a sudden you will see yellow cars literally everywhere. And it'll just reinforce the sense that like yellow cars are, are your thing. They're coming for you. Please don't have nightmares about yellow cars now because of that, because that sounded way creepier than I meant. But I just think that no matter what you're trying to manifest, you're going to start seeing signs of it everywhere. You're going to start feeling like you're getting signals or you're getting a sign or you're getting like just moments or little pieces of proof that it's starting to happen for you. And I think that this is an important step because in my life, I've experienced two reactions to this. One is a fearful reaction and one is a trusting one. Now, I probably don't have to explain to you the way that both of those play out, but I will. The first one, and again, this comes from just being somebody that's more prone to being anxious, right? Like I, I am somebody that tends to think worst case scenario sometimes because of my anxiety. It's just my lizard brain trying to protect me all the time. It's like just always on alert. There's been times where I've been manifesting things in my life and when they start to happen, I self-sabotage. Like I make it, I make it bad. I'm like, no, and I like kick it away because I'm like not ready or it freaks me out or I think that like it's a bad thing to have good things or I, at least I used to, you know, I'm trying not to identify with that anymore. But because of that, I think I've experienced times where I've known exactly what I want and the universe was like, here you go. And I dropped the ball. And the reason why was because I freaked out and instead of seeing it, which was the first step, and then receiving it, like staying open, I closed myself off from fear. And I mean, we've done so many coffee talks talking about how to rewire the way that we are and rewire those thoughts and rewire kind of like our habitual ways of self-protection. And so, and I think that that's always gonna be an ongoing, you know, evolution for all of us. We all do different things for whatever reasons that we do. And so I don't think that you ever stop growing, but I think that you notice it. And so now the next time that I'm presented on a silver platter exactly what I want, I might feel that fear. I might notice it for a second because it's it's a part of me. It's a part of who I am. It's a part of my nervous system. It's a part of my life experience, but that doesn't mean I need to respond with it. And so that's why the see and then receive is so important, at least for me with manifestation, because 
Now it's about when you see it starting to happen, you might even freak out a little bit, but let that freak out, let that turn into excitement rather than fear. Let it turn into, oh my God, this is so cool, rather than, oh my God, I'm so afraid, or like, what if I mess it up, you know? And uh, when you open yourself again up to receiving it, then it finally gets to be yours. And this step can sometimes, again, be one of the hardest ones because, like I said, if it's like really deeply wired in your mind that like you're gonna screw it up or you shouldn't have it, or if we're going right back to the very first point, which is like, if you don't believe that this thing is actually meant to be yours, then it won't be. And so you will either push it away or it'll fall away while you're like not receiving it. So you need to be able to not only notice when it's starting to line up for you, but then allow yourself to relax into it and to allow life to unfold and give it to you. Be a good receiver. And I think that that is something that we could talk about in another coffee talk as well, because in some ways I think that our generation is really good at receiving, like we want a lot and so we consume a lot. But I think that when good things happen, if you are somebody that is kind of a little bit more predisposed to being a bit more anxious or predisposed to being a bit more kind of like on alert, that sometimes it can be hard to be a good receiver. Like it could be hard to um, be thankful and grateful and allow things to be given to you. And because whether you think you had to work harder or you're not dessert, whatever it is, okay? Again, another coffee talk because I know I've been talking long enough and the sun is literally going down. But just see and notice the signs that the things that you want are starting to come into fruition into your life and then open yourself up to them and allow yourself to be vulnerable and to be open and to step into a new type of you know, feeling, a new type of life, a new style of just existing on this earth because what you want is being given to you. And so all that's left for you to do is take it. Another really good point for this too is like when you do start to notice signs, if you are, if like anything I just said resonated with you, when it comes to my own manifestation practice, now when I notice signs, instead of kind of getting a little like spooked out by it, I try and instead just be very grateful to just be like, wow, that is really cool. Like that's another sign that it's happening. Like, thank you. And then tap back into that gratitude of like, it's already yours and then just let the sign go and get right back to just living your life. Like don't overthink it. And that, and also too, I think another, another point that I should talk about before we leave today's coffee talk is that if you notice yourself getting frustrated, understand that the universe is aware of the fact that you are trying to rewire yourself, you know? So the universe, or again, you, whatever, life will be patient with you. What you want is meant to be yours. It's just a matter of believing that you are allowed to have it or to receive it. And so there's a lot of times where you might have to try and manifest the same thing over and over again in your life. It might become a theme of your life. It might become a lesson for you to learn. It might just be one thing that you manifested and right off the back, you get it. But I think that, I don't think it's talked about in what I've seen through manifestation and what I've read I don't think it's spoken of enough that it's okay to do it wrong a few times. It's okay to man like work on manifesting and then catch yourself not believing or having more negative thoughts or getting a little impatient. It's just a matter of when you notice yourself doing that, don't freak out about it and like don't think that like you are self-sabotaging or like the world's out to get you. It's just a matter of quickly flipping back into the right proper mindsets and instead realizing that like you're not going to be 
punished because you were thinking about what you don't want. Now suddenly all the things you don't want are gonna be thrown in your face. Like that's not, I don't think the world works that way. I think that intention is always kind of like the hierarchy of all of this. And so when you're working on manifesting things for yourself and then you catch yourself getting impatient and getting a little annoyed, that you just gotta quickly flip back into that gratitude mindset and get back to just believing in the good and receiving of the good and then it truly will, I think, be yours. So there you guys have it. That was today's cosmic cup or cosmic brew of the coffee talk. Let me know what you guys think down below. Have you ever been into manifestation? Have you ever manifested anything in your life? Do you have any cool manifestation stories? I feel like that's again, another coffee talk I could do of just like the little man, or maybe I'll do that in a vlog because I feel like that's not a full coffee talk, but just things that I've manifested before in my life. And also things that I've manifested and totally effed up for lack of a better word. And aside from that, I love you guys to the moon and back. Be sure to let me know any future cosmic, spiritual, weird, spacey topics that you guys want to talk about. And I'll see all of you guys in the next one. Bye guys.